Life's complicated and overwhelming enough, especially for those in mission-driven work. Let's make your journey to health as simple and sustainable as possible. I'm Lisa Baker, and I want to welcome you to the Simply Health Coaching Podcast, where it's the food, and it's more than the food. On this podcast, we talk about the food that you put in your mouth, and everything else that nourishes you, or doesn't, with special attention paid to the problems and opportunities facing women over 40 burning out in mission-driven work. My vision is a world in which you can be well while doing good. My mission is to give you the simple resources and practices and some helpful connections to get there. Let's get started. This episode is brought to you by my free virtual stress-less program. If you're a team leader, manager, or wear an HR hat, join me for five weeks starting November 7th, 2022. You'll activate five simple, sustainable strategies to start reducing your stress, and you'll get a wealth of resources that you can share with your team. The link to sign up is on my website, simplyhealthcoaching.com, and it's also in the show notes. Do you feel like September is sort of a new year? Like the kids are back at school, any summer vacation plans are over, and it's time for a new start at work. And then October shows up, which is kind of like February. All of our good intentions are wavering or completely forgotten, and the everyday stressors are creeping back in. The answer to how are you is often fine, which is a fighting word at my house and also an acronym for feelings internalized, never expressed. Or you might get the answer, I'm stressed out. We toss that word stress around a lot and we don't often stop to think about what it really means. So how would you define stress? I have a number of definitions that I really like. If you follow me on LinkedIn, you probably saw them this past week in a series of posts that I did. In case you haven't seen them, here are my top four definitions for stress. Stress can be a physical, mental, or emotional response to a situation, real or imagined, or a thought. Stress is the difference between our sense of what is demanded of us and our perceived ability to cope. Stress is a response to the presence of too much external motivation. Stress is what arises when something you care about is at stake. Each of these definitions is valuable for what it brings to the table. So I want to take a look at them one at a time a little more closely. So let's start with the first one. Stress can be a physical mental or emotional response to a situation, real or imagined, or thought. I love this definition because it makes two really important points. One is that our stress response is bio-individual. One person might have a physical reaction. So think headaches, gastrointestinal, gastrointestinal issues. 
For another, a mental response is more common. So think monkey mind, an inability to focus, um, brain fog. And for a third person, stress might cause an emotional response like anxiety. Second, the definition points out that stress can be real or perceived. And that doesn't change our response. We still have that physical, mental, emotional response to it. The lesson, stress is real to us. Sometimes we create it out of thin air. We perceive a threat where there isn't one. And that doesn't change the fact that our bodies, minds, and spirits still respond to it. The second definition, stress is the difference between our sense of what is demanded of us and our perceived ability to cope. Again, this definition notes that it's our sense of expectations and our perceived ability to cope. So not to dismiss stress as being, quote, all in your head, but to suggest that we might be really well served by pausing to think about, to really examine whether the expectations are from others or ourselves. Because so often we mistakenly believe that we're expected to do something by others, yet the expectation is really something we've taken on ourselves. And it's worth checking whether our perspective on how capable we are in coping with expectations matches how others see us. We are so wired for negativity that we often can't believe that others see us any differently and perhaps more realistically and generously than we see ourselves. The lesson, check in. Really take a look at what you see as expectations and ask others to clarify their expectations of you for you. Secondly, ask others to give you a reality check on your capacity to cope. You may be feeling like you're a hot mess while others see you handling things extremely capably. The third definition, stress is a response to the presence of too much external motivation. This one comes from Shad Helmstetter's book, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. I love that title because come on, we all do it, right? We all talk to ourselves. And I think his basic idea is really good. Learn how to have a constructive, empowering conversation with your inner voices rather than running the same old disempowering script. I'm not really wild about his approach, which very much feels powered by uh, a very masculine energy. So his scripts don't feel quote unquote true to me, and I'm happy to write my own. What I like about his definition, though, is that he raises this specter of that external motivator, the should that I'm always asking my clients to question when we feel like we are being externally motivated. For example, someone tells you or you read in a book or in the media, you should eat, work, move, sleep, etc. this way and no other way. We often don't succeed at a task because to use the language of SMART goals, 
the motivation or maybe the task itself is not relevant to our situation. The fourth and final definition, stress is what arises when something you care about is at stake. This is actually my favorite one, so I'm saving it for last. But before we talk about it, let's take a, a really quick detour. In May 2019, the World Health Organization defined stress in its International Classification of Diseases, 11th edition, as strictly an occupational phenomenon. Its definition runs like this. Burnout is a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. It's characterized by three dimensions, feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion, increased mental distance from one's job or feelings of negativism or cynicism related to one's job and reduced professional efficacy. Burnout refers specifically to phenomena in the occupational context and should not be applied to describe experiences in other areas of life. Well, <laughs> as I said, that definition came out in May of 2019. And little did who know that the COVID-19 pandemic was lurking just around the corner. I feel like during the pandemic, we realized that burnout is not, in fact, strictly an occupational phenomenon. After all, the women who show up at work are the same ones who go home at the end of the day. And during the height of the pandemic, many of us were working, partnering, and parenting at and from home. Whereas before, we were being asked to leave our domestic selves at the office door and our work selves at our door of our house. Ha, right, how did that work out for you? Now, many of us task switch minute by minute between those two selves, and frankly, nobody's winning. What I like about this definition of stress as being what arises when something you care about is at stake is that it does something the other three definitions don't. It puts stress in a positive light. I think about it this way. If you care about something, you're still, quote unquote, just in the stress phase. If you have the energy and interest to care about something, you haven't yet hit overwhelm, also known as chronic stress, and you're not yet burned out. I'm gonna be talking a lot more about stress and burnout over the next few weeks. And in the meantime, I would love to hear your thoughts on these definitions and your own definition of stress. So leave me a voice message or shoot me an email. The links are in the show notes. And don't forget, if you're looking to activate some super simple, sustainable strategies to reduce your own stress and or some tools to share with your team, make sure you sign up for my free virtual stress less program. And the link for that is also in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Please note that any suggestions provided on this show are not meant to replace medical advice, and the opinions of the guests on this show are their own. Simply Health Coaching and Elizabeth A. Baker, LLC, neither endorse nor take responsibility for statements made by guests. 
Let me know your thoughts about the episode and share your biggest takeaways and aha moments. And let me know who else you want to hear from on the topic of being well while doing good. You can send me a voice message directly through Anchor, as well as some of the other listening platforms. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast in your listening app so you never miss an episode. Love the podcast? You can support it with a donation directly from the podcast homepage in most listening apps. If you'd like to know more about my work, visit my website at simplyhealthcoaching.com. As always, the link is in the show notes.